Hello and welcome to the Scaling Edge. This is the Internet Talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons of battle-hardened entrepreneurs here to share their value with you. I'm your host, Michael Brooks. Dan Reyes is here. What's going on? It's cracking. Doing great. All right. Good to have Happy you here. To be here. And we've got Max. What's up, guys? What's up, Max? A uh, very exciting show. Marley is with us. Marley Rosario. Did I say your name? Oh. Right? Yes, sir. There you go. My name's so easy. Michael Brooks. Brooks. Yes. How do you screw that one up? <laughs> you know, it's like uh, it's it's just a it's a nothing. Uh, from a John Doe. It's, it's like a, just a rubber stamp. That's <laughs> uh, Mike. Um, so Marley, very cool. Doing uh, he's doing his AI for all thing. He's dove in to AI and he wants it to be there for you. Uh, Marley, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got here? Yeah, for sure. So, um, like you said, CEO at MJ Ventures. MJ Ventures, we're a IT services consultancy firm focusing on helping nonprofits and campaigns. You know, do more with less by um, employing Politi AI. political campaigns. Yeah, political campaigns to be specific. So you want um, you want you want politicians to be more inauthentic uh you know hey i don't know if it'd be more inauthentic but you know uh um maybe making their staffers like you know 10 percent faster is kind of the idea i think you know there's um a lot of sort of like conversation around you know using ai for um you know content and and sort of like you know uh policy decisions and you know we haven't actually done anything related to that yet but i do think it's coming down the pike um but we're helping them you know sort of like how would impact. how would a politician use ai i mean i imagine they would use it to figure out what positions they should say they're for right like yeah. what is people gonna what's gonna be most important let's Let's look at AI that to see what people are chatting about, analyze what people positions yeah. people are taking, and then I'll promote that position. Yeah, I I mean right you're, now you're doing I think God's work, my friend. I I, <laughs> I would say you know if from the perspective of the the commercial sector, you guys would be surprised how Nate novel the conversations are in the political world about you know how to employ ai within politics like the conversations aren't i think at the point where folks are thinking of like hey like let's use ai to kind of like construct what our policy positions are you know what are you know you know what what the public is feeling about biden on in inflation for example but I think you need, you need um, AI for that. You know, Marley, I think you'd be surprised how novel the conversations are at very successful companies are with AI. They're scared of it. And they're looking to AI proof their business right now. I mean, there's real sophisticated, talented firms that are like, well, we don't know what this is going to do. We just yeah. know that we have to we have to look at it. We have to truly understand it. So um how have you how have you been working with it? Like, how, what is your understanding of how AI can help? Excuse me, a business or even a campaign? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that we've sort of gone under with, 
you know, campaigns specifically more on the the local and sort of like regional level, um, but also with nonprofits is a lot of at first back office stuff. You know, I think a lot of the sort of like back office operations of these op, uh, these organizations is kind of the teaser way to get them started with generative AI. How can we, you know, use GPT-4 to help you better understand your donors and understand where your donors are coming from, potentially helping you come up with um, suggested asks for for donors that you had in the past, Um, you know, kind of like providing them with an in-house data analyst, you know, which would probably be, you know, a little bit out of the budget for for, uh, somebody running for, you know, a state rep or state house representative in Illinois or Wisconsin. You know, I think that's been the way in this cycle, the 2023 cycle. And then I think in 2024 that we're going to see the most direct uh, sort of like application of AI into uh, into the election content generation at this uh, at this stage. And specifically, I would say for for um, campaigns that are probably at a higher risk of something like, you know, uh, coming down the pike and embarrassing the candidate. Um, I don't believe that's going to be too for any like legitimate operation is going to be too, uh, um, fake news, you know, it fake yeah, news. It, yeah. AI generate. I mean, I, you can almost blame anything on AI now. Yeah. Uh, the, the yeah. AI was used to, to make Biden to, trip. Yeah. That wasn't real. <laughs> I saw, I saw <laughs> one and the voices they get. Like it was Trump giving away free gold bars, just pay shipping. And I'm just like, dude, we're giving away a free Trump bar for everybody who votes for me. Just pay shipping. Like he didn't say that, dude. Yeah, I, I look on the other. It never showed up. You, you don't need gold bars. But I got billed eighty nine dollars a month for something. Yeah. I would say the funniest thing has been, you know, a lot of the old. The folks on, I would call the old heads that are in the the political realm, you know, seeing like the questions that they're asking as we start to, you know, engage with them on these technologies is like, you know, we, we had a question the other day. We were sitting in with, um, you know, uh, uh, an, an action committee, a political action committee, you know, folks running it, asking me questions like, oh, what GPT are we on? Are we are we on four yet? You know, like. Stuff that inferences for our president is our president asking you those questions? Yeah, well, no, who's no, I haven't. I, I wouldn't be. Do you I, take any political sides or do you just go with the money? No, we do take so unfortunately, I, I would say fortunately, I work for the side of pro, um, pro democratic forces, so we, we work primarily with folks who are fighting the good fight and, um, generally don't you know try to partner with, um. I I feel like folks that would probably be using the tools in a in a uh, in a bad way and you know a, sort of like a male, uh, a malevolent way. Um, isn't that kind of, so. isn't that kind of dangerous though? To 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 because like what you're saying is you're building a a weapon, right? You're building a tool, a marketing and and a productivity tool, and you're 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 taking aside like look, forget my political beliefs. I'm a capitalist, right? If I have a way of marketing a message, I I think that getting the message out, it, it's almost good to have a counter message, right? To say, okay, there's this message and then there's my message, right? And 
I need both messages to be heard. If I just have well, a bigger, if I just have a bigger microphone, and I just am better at getting my message out uh, because I have, I'm a technical advantage. Then I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a true representative. I'm, I'm just a conqueror, right? Hey, I, from I'm my perspective, there, there's, there's a famous quote in politics, Michael, from uh, James Carville: "Elections matter, offices matter, campaigns matter." And at the end of the day, like we really at the, on the on the campaign side and the political side, really just care about getting to 51 points, 51 percentage points. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter how you get it, you steal it. No matter how you get it. Right. Like yeah. this is just the uh, evolution of campaigning. However and, you get there, just get there. Yeah, I guess so, man. You know? I mean, look, I don't look to my moral compass for James Carville, but uh, but but you're right. Campaigns matter. But uh you know, it comes a question of, of like, is, is it, is, is it better? Is it truly better? Or are you just focused on your team winning? It, I mean, it depends on what you define as better. I think the, the team that I, and I sort of like, you know, identify my values with, I would argue like if they had most of their policy positions enacted, the world would be a better place. So it's, it's all from a lens of, you know, if you feel that you're fighting the good fight and your for your values right. are aligning, then but then but hey, that's not uh, a business owner. You're not a business owner. You're a political activist because my values have to be capitalistic. I have to be able to provide the right solution to all parties. That's the way I would look at it. That's that's but I'm not a political activist, right? I have strong political views. However, if I built a solution that helped politicians get their message out and decide what message is the best, I would have to offer it in a neutral way because anything less would be antithetical to my, cap, my values as a capitalist. I don't think so, Michael. I think you're, you're thinking of it, you know, part of the, 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 the insider game on, on the, within the political tech and sort of like political industry as a whole is that you got to niche up. You can't be every, the number one rule of business is you can't be everything to everyone. And well, if sure, a Democrat sure. finds you're providing technology to a Republican, that's hurting the bottom line because they're probably not going to stay with you and retain you as a, as a, as a vendor. So that, I that's, think uh, it's, I, well, uh, let's see, would a Democrat take money from somebody that donates to a Republican? Taking money and spending money are two very different conversations yeah. in the political <laughs> world. I mean, I look, I guess if nobody look, if you built something that was super special and super different and you're like, I've got something that is going to help my team win. Uh, OK, but that's that in, in that realm, I think it's so delicate. Like, look, look let's take Trump and Biden. Right. Uh, Biden now has this massive tool to to get his message out and motivate voters to get to the polls. Right. Yeah. Um, and that tool could be offered to Trump to get his message out and motivate voters to get to the polls. Let's put down our political beliefs for a second. Yeah. They both have the same ability to get their message out and motivate voters to get the polls. What's better as a capitalist? What's better? What's better as, um, I, I don't know, spiritually or, or, or de democratic, like democracy way? What's, What's better? I, I think it's a it's it's a question that 
look, I get it. You, you're, you're an activist for your political beliefs, right? And that's that's fine. There's plenty of them out there. There's plenty of them all, on all sides. But, 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 but Michael, least, let me. Yeah, go but, ahead. No, no. no unless say, you're saying you, you by by offering that solution and cutting half your market, you're going to make more money. And you chose one side because it aligns with your political beliefs. You like them better, and you're more comfortable there. That's fine. Um, I just don't see it, man. I let see. Let me it ask you have, this. Let me ask yeah. you. This. Let me reframe it from this perspective. Let's say we have this tool, the morals and beliefs aside. I told okay. you this tool. If we offered it to both parties, right, we would have, um, you know, I don't know. 25% of all campaigns on one side use it and 15% of all campaigns on the other side that use it. Vice versa, if we were to offer it to just only one party, 50 to 75% of all campaigns in that party would use it. Which would you rather have? Mark, deep market penetration within a specific You're saying they would, you, would get, you would get more you would get more volume if it was just offered exclusively to one party? That's why that there's a then cottage I, if, industry if, if of that's vendors your, if on that's both that's your sides. motivation, and if that's your motive, if you truly believe that, then then yeah, you're being true to your capistic obligation. It's it's both. It's both. I think you know it's an alignment. I would of I would probably and say it's a niching of sort of industries and verticals. Okay, so I I get alignment of values. Um, if you truly believe that, then okay, I, I tend to probably see it different. I mean, unless you like you're saying market like the, you're throwing numbers out. I don't know that that's that's the, the reality. The, the I evidence is that on had, both sides, there's a cottage industry of vendors who do the same things, who provide the same technologies, the same form of like um, sort of like services and products. But they just are totally aligned with one half or the other. And it's just a branding exercise. I think that's the way every product should be. Like Coke and Pepsi have to choose a side. Red or blue. <laughs> like, let's just be done with it. Why, why, why do we have to vote for people to do stuff? Let's vote for products and just be like, I'm getting you got you. I need to know Pepsi. I need to know what your political beliefs are before I decide where I go to lunch. And they are universal. That's it. Maybe that's the maybe that's the way. Maybe that's the best possible way. I would like that. I would like to be surrounded around people that think like that's that's a good thing. I you know I I I get that, but I tend to learn more from people that don't think like me, and I have much more exciting conversations. They bring my blood pressure up. (laughs) 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 Okay, so you make a good point. Look, as long as what you're saying is available out there for for. Or I just think that the availability for for these types of tools, when you're telling talking with, like you're just dealing with something so delicate and so combustible, right? Yeah. But you're right. People from both sides, like they, they're the other side has to have an advocate that is impassionate for them that picks up, and maybe you'll inspire somebody on your political counterpart that says, you know what, Marley's out there doing this for this political side. I really believe that we need to figure out what he's doing, do it better and help our message because as much as you believe you're right, right? The other side believes that they're right and they're 100%. good. Nobody nobody's going, I'm a devil and I want that well maybe maybe some. some maybe some, do that. Somebody on Epstein Island out there is thinking <laughs> that. But outside that, 
nobody's like, Hey, I think that my, my views are going to hurt people more. So I need to get them out. You no, hundred percent. I, I agree. I mean, look at the end of the day, like both sides in America are dug in regardless of where you're, regardless of it. There's, there's a very, very few folks who are actually quote unquote movable. A lot of research has suggest that those folks are, that group of folks is shrinking as, as time goes on. But I think like a great case example is there is a new, com- there's a company called um, uh, Hustle or, or no, ActBlue. ActBlue is basically the primary. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not, they're not new. In but fact, I, if, you donated, is, if you donated to BLM, all those donations were collected by ActBlue. Yeah. So when people donated to ABLM, regardless of their political affi- affiliation, all those donations were collected through ActBlue and set and paid to get uh, a white man as elected president. Two years later, though, two years later, when they when Act Blue and all their sort of like um, technology was causing, you know, Democrats to be able to collect small dollar donations at a sort of, you know, breakneck pace early 2018, 2016 uh, time span. Two years later, the Republicans on the same side, to your point earlier, developed a very similar technology because they knew that they were falling behind. It's called WinRed. Um, and they are the, you know, Republican version of Act Blue. There are more and more AI companies than that. This is what ultimately MJ Ventures does is we help these campaigns integrate with these new AI uh, technologies that are coming out on the left. They're going to get replicated by the Republicans if there's success in 2024 and 2026. Yeah, I you know, the the problem I had with ActBlue was that they they really, I want to say this word, capitalized. Because that's what they did on the horrific event of what happened with George Floyd. And, you know, good people from all over with all walks of life donated thinking that they were going to help a community. And then all the money got funneled to Act Blue. And it, and it, and it didn't go necessarily aligned with their values. And I think they, they caused a lot more damage to the brand. To anybody that knows about it, they're like, dude, I donated to BLM. You know, and then all the funds went to a one political party. So even people that weren't political at all, they were just like, I just wanted to help these people. Well, where where did my donation go? How did it support? Um, and then that 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 I think left. Uh, you know, that's where the danger is. And I try not to I try not to delve into this type of stuff too much on <laughs> on this show, yeah. right? But it's it's today. It's just impossible not to. Um, I just think that it, maybe the important thing is just to have a peaceful conversation to say, okay, maybe that there's there's a different thing. But look, uh, when is Biden going to allow AI to vote? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, we're gonna fix all the elections. I, I think they're AI. <laughs> it's gonna come. There's gonna come a time, I think, Michael, where the availability of these tools on both sides. Right. Like there's a concern in this inter intermediary phase. GPT-4 just, you know, for vision came out a few months ago where this technology is coming out so rapidly that the folks building tools on top of it are are working to catch up and learn as they're building. There's going to come a time when this technology matures and there's going to be tools available on both sides and the parity between my, the my, organizations. My fear is that the technology gets cap gets um, conquered. You know, and, and 
politicized. So ChatGPT4, go to ChatGPT4 right now and say, write me an article about why Biden's a great president, and I'll write you one. And you ask the same ChatGPT, write me an article why Trump's a great president. It says, sorry, we don't do political articles. We That's too controversial. And so then that that people are going to lose when they see that. So I saw that somebody posted it on a meme or whatever, and I checked it out and it was yeah. true. And I'm going, ouch, that sucks. Forget where you, whatever you believe it's it's they're now training AI to shape political beliefs. I think that's very, very dangerous. And maybe there'll be a red GPT coming out and maybe that's what there has probably to happen. already is. There probably already is. What has to look, happen? The, 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 the right war. is going to come up with their own set of tools that are sort of like mirroring and cognizant of what the what the what the left is doing. I and think, I don't think the, there's the a right's not as technically savvy, dude. The, the left has got the technical savvy they have. Hey. The right's more chill. Like they're like uh, they go to work. They want to, you know, I. Some people are, you know, aside from the extremes, which they're extremes on both sides, um, they're just not, they're not Silicon Valley, right? Silicon Valley. I mean, there's, there's, there has to be some, a part of movement building, and, and this is politics 101, is coalition building. You don't just need voters. You need folks who are going to help you build and, and work. And if you can't align their values with what your mission is, then you're at a disadvantage. Like, that's the is, history of the world, pretty much. Like. It's you unfortunate, know, but it's true. What is the ultimate you know. mission, Marley? What's the what's the end goal here? This is, by the way, this has been a great discussion. Totally yeah. off the way we usually talk, and kind of fun, man. Uh, kind of kind of fun. So I, I'm appreciative of it. But what is the ultimate mission? Of, yeah, I, of your AI. The the ultimate goal of MJ Ventures is to help folks who are, we believe are fighting the good fight that align with our values broaden their impact using tools and technologies that they probably aren't right now. Um, okay. There's a new wave of or generation of tools that, that are going to come to the market over the next few years. They've already been in the market and folks that, you know, we align our values with, we know are not using them to their fullest capability. And that's the, that's the goal. And that's the, the impact we're trying to make. Um, I know and definitely believe other folks on the the side that we don't you know that we we oppose and that we we feel doesn't align with our values they are 100 doing the exact same thing they're trying to find out how they can employ and use those technologies now now like you said i you know came out of your mouth not mine they may not be as good as we are at it and they probably aren't going to be able to you know um use those tools or employ those tools as quickly but doesn't mean they're not looking and researching into it um, and I do want to come back to that point you said about, you know, chat GPT, you know, uh, answering a question about, you know, writing an article about Biden being a, a good president, but not Trump. I think there is a little bit of, you know, the, the old, like mirror meets the, 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 you know, the, the person type of, a a, a thing going on where GPT and, and all these LLMs are trained on our own conversations happening in the wild. They're all they're trained on hundreds maybe, of thousands maybe. And, I, of and I'm only I'm only jumping in because we we are we're way over time, but that's totally cool. Yeah. Uh, it, my fear is that it gets directed, it gets co-opted. 
But I do want to end with a James Carville quote since you since you uh, brought it up and we're heading into an, a very important election year. It's the economy, stupid. The economy, I don't know what AI good. Is, I don't. Okay. I feel I feel strongly about it. I wouldn't have launched a company if I didn't feel good about mortgage rates. And that's the most capitalistic great. thing you said. I, I actually appreciate anybody who has a good mindset in this in with what's going on with with eggs at nine dollars yeah. an egg. But uh, hey, look, uh, it's going to be exciting either way. And uh, yeah. I, I'm definitely voting for AI. So, Marley, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being on here, especially yeah, that you can sure. probably see there's a little bit different viewpoints, but I think that's refreshing and healthy. Yeah, I love I love talking with folks who are, you know, um, you know, willing to 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 confront viewpoints that that they may not share. And I encourage you guys to. Um, I'll send you guys some examples of the the organizations we're we're working on behalf of and and checking out the 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 impactful work that they're doing um, okay. to elevate, Great. you know, yeah, send us those links. We'll put them in the show notes. We gotta jump. But thank you for yeah, being for on sure. the program. Thanks for being on the show.